Hi, it's Lou. You know, the good-looking one with a full head of lush hair? I'm taking a break from filling DM Scott's shampoo bottle with Nair. To tell you about our new website, thedungeonmastersdojo.com. There, you'll find a host of awesome things, including a picture of me. Every third Friday of the month, a new blog post related to gaming comes out. Interested in getting caught up on the podcast episodes? You'll find those on the website, too, as well as other interesting information. Head on over to thedungeonmastersdojo.com and pay us a visit. Send us a message, too. We'd love to hear from you. Now, if you excuse me, I have to take the batteries out of DM Bill's hearing aid. See you next time in the dojo. Greetings and salutations, my fellow DMs, GMs, referees, judges, game operation directors, and all the other varieties of storytellers. This is your DM, Bill, and it's time for another DM Quick Tip. This week I want to talk to you about the TPK. That's right, the Total Party Kill. So, the evening's going great. Everyone at the table is in character and the flow of the game is electric. Fighters are going toe-to-toe with the minions of the Big Bad, trading devastating blow for crippling strike. It's yet unclear who will emerge victorious. (laughs) Who are you kidding? That gal is devastating with her swords. Your money's on the barbarian. The wizard and warlock are keeping the bulk of your attackers at bay with a barrage of spells and summoned allies. Though the reservoir of magic is depleting, they'll be just fine. Really, what's the chance they may actually have to draw weapons and step headlong into the fray? Hasn't happened yet. Probably never will. That duo is tough to beat. Meanwhile, the bard and the warforged are countering the traps that seem to change their location. Almost as if they had a will of their own. If they are being controlled, it's not yet apparent who is the puppet master or their location. Without a doubt, once the pesky mobile traps are contended with, your controller will be ferreted out and dealt with. No one has evaded that pair once they are on on their trail. As turmoil erupts all around, with the calm that comes from years of practice under pressure, the rogue contends with the puzzle lock that blocks the party's escape. It's a tricky puzzle, but that's why the tactician of the group tackles these kinds of problems. It's getting harder to create new puzzle challenges. The tension is so thick, you can cut it with a scimitar. Players hang on your merest utterance, desperate for their turn, and a moment of glory and possible fame. The feeling of anticipation as all eyes follow every die rolled, no matter who casts the die. Breasts held until no more movement of the die can be detected, and then the outcome clear for all to see. This is why you enjoy running a table as DM. The creation of an adventure, the opportunity to challenge each player, the camaraderie of the players coming together for yet another of your awesome games, with victory as the only accepted outcome. This scenario, this game, these players, this friggin' rocks. These players are going to remember this forever. Then it happens. Slowly at first, seeming inconsequential. A bad hit roll by a player or a great hit with a minimal damage. It could be a great roll by the DM with almost maxed out damage. Maybe a player fails a critical saving throw. It could be hard to tell when the exact time a TPK is about to happen. But before you can blink a beholder's seventh eye, somehow it starts to get out of control. Next thing you know, all hell breaks loose. The Barbarian just missed her attacks for the second round. While near taking full damage from her opponent, 
Another exchange of swings. Next round yields the same result. Damn, that's a lot of hit points. The barbarian's going down and not moving. This is unheard of. I thought someone would have healed her after the last battle. As the wizard watches, concentrating on defense spells to ward off the attackers, the warlock, by his side, is struck by a dark spell and fails the save. He's rolling a death save and rolls a one? Shit. Really? All in one round? All is not yet lost for the intrepid group. The next round starts. The bard declares he's going to cast Healing Word on the Barbarian right after the Warforge has his turn. The Warforge, next in initiative and still, still dealing with the mobile traps, a horrible roll sets off a trap right next to the bard, who is immediately pushed back 10 feet. A random d6 determines the direction of the effect, and, but he's only 5 feet from a steep drop-off, and that's the direction he's heading. This fall is going to do a bunch of damage. No, a shit ton of damage. What the hell is happening? And how do I stop this? The Warforge continues his movement, rushing to the wizard's aid, setting off another trap. At least the bard won't die alone, as the Warforge follows the bard over the drop-off. The exceedingly long and steep drop-off. The wizard prepares to cast yet again, desperately trying to regain the offensive momentum. The three foes all make their spell saves and move through the defenses. Crap. Finally, the rogue manages to solve the puzzle lock and open the portal so the party can finally escape. She turns to see only the wizard, standing with three foes, rolling easily to hit their, on their attacks. All six attacks and awesome damage to boot. Also, several of the party members seem to be missing. Deciding that discretion is the better part of valor and yelling, sorry, to the wizard, as she watches him fall to the ground, she turns to step through the portal, only to find it blocked by the big bad that the entire party was supposed to battle. The last thought the rogue has as the DM rolls and a pair of nat 20s is this is not going to turn out to be anyone's lucky day. So there you have it. In two rounds, you've gone from a unified, cohesive group of seasoned adventurers to a steaming pile of worm fodder. All it took was for the player's dice to roll poorly and your dice to suddenly roll extraordinary. Without the practice or experience to deal with the situation like this, a new DM can, without much effort, kill off many or all player characters in no time at all. Unintentionally, of course. You're right. The players are going to remember this scenario forever. Now, what could you, as a DM, have done to avoid the total party kill? Well, there's not going to be one answer to save any or all from certain doom. First off, we're going to make the assumption that you were not setting out to kill them off in the first place. We're under the premise that you, the DM, are rolling your dice out in the open for all to see and marvel at the doom that is befalling the party, refusing to be lumped into the group that I like to refer to as screeners. If you happen to be using a DM screen, then your options are a bit easier. Lie. Misinform. Use deception, you know, as a tool to create situations that are favorable to the unfortunate recipients of fortune and fate. The roles that would otherwise strike the party member somehow misses. The damage on the tremendous axe swing deals only a glancing wound. The attackers just can't find a way to defeat or overcome the magics that hold them at bay. A failed deck save after being struck leaves the foe prone to the next party member's attack. 
The combatants are falling prey to the swings of the party easily, as if they've already been in a previous battle and haven't yet had time to rest or heal. What is all this suggesting? Keep a straight face and fudge the numbers. You have a DM screen. No one's going to know the difference, and you have spared the group from potential annihilation. That being said, let's start at the beginning, this time with dice rolled out for all to see. Let's try putting a more experienced spin on the encounter. The barbarian goes down. Don't ask for a death save. Later, as the battle unfolds, slip a note to the barbarian, or pull him aside and say something like, As your eyes open, a foul taste is strong on your tongue. You see your foe hovering over you with an empty vial. It says in a guttural common to one of the attackers next to him, That should hold her over. Remember, they're all to be taken alive. And you are bound hand and foot, as well as gagged, and easily secured. Now on to the warlock. The death save was just for show. No one checked to see if he was really dead. Psych! You're just paralyzed. Captain number two, secured. How about the bard and the warforged? Have each make a constitution save. At disadvantage. It was, after all, an exceptionally long way down. And you had to endure several strikes against the ground. Firstly, the player character only takes half the damage given in the earlier scenario. If you haven't been reduced to zero hit points, a successful save means you are stunned for 2d4 plus 2 rounds. A failed save and you're unconscious. Either way, the enemy will be upon you before you recover. Captive number 3 and 4, secured. Okay, who doesn't want to beat a wizard within an inch of his life? You know, knock that smug arrogance right off their face. I know I do. Simple as that. Same with the rogue. Just disregard the damage stated as nothing more than a pomp and fluff. In 5th ed, you go down to zero and the damage stops. It's very unlikely enough damage is going to be done to kill him outright. Captain number 5 and 6 secured. Unknown to the players, and maybe even you at the time, like in this example, the opponents are ready to stabilize and administer healing to the player characters and keep them alive as ordered. Will this sidetrack or even derail your intended plotline? Sure, it will. But, unlike when your wild card goes off script and hucks curveballs at your head like a professional pitcher, you are now in control and the party is saved. For now. By the end of the adventure like this, everyone will need a bit of time to digest what has happened. The players can stew and worry about what's about to happen to their characters, astounded that they somehow survived just a bit longer, ready to plot and scheme their grand escape. And you, the Game Master. Have a bit of time now to rewrite and expand on your story, using the turn of luck and ever-changing flow of the game to your advantage. It may seem like a major inconvenience to have to create a new story arc. What it really is is a vast opportunity to introduce new NPCs, monsters, or the side adventure you didn't know how to shoehorn into the plot line. Use the chance and just be ready as you can for the next time Fortune decides your dice are willing to prove that they are the mightiest of all the realms. At least, that's how this old man would do it. That's this week's DM Quick Tip. See you next time in the dojo. Mm-hmm.